Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Neo Extreme Podcast. I am your host, Neo Vampiro, or Neo Vamp for short. Today, we're going to be talking about the possible remake of Metal Gear Solid and bringing back the franchise for Konami. Which I hope Konami does do and do it right, especially that now Sony has Bluepoint under their umbrella. I'm hoping they do it right. When I started playing Metal Gear back in the day, which has almost been 30 years for us since the NES days, which I didn't do. I started on PlayStation 1, which was back in 1998. That was the birth for me and the start of the sneaking stuff genre. Before Sci-Fi Filster, before Splinter Cell, which took over my life too, but we'll talk about that later. Metal Gear was the start for me. And when I heard the famous voice, David Hayter, which at the time, I didn't know of until after the fact. Where I started researching his chronological works of as a voice actor and what he's done. David Hayter is going to be known as our Solid Snake for us Metal Gear purists. He's been our Solid Snake since the 1998, since the late 90s early 2000s whenever you think of metal gear essentially from playstation 1 2 3 and so on even the psp and the uh the vita it was still david hater even though when it came to metal gear 5 unfortunately konami and david hater have part ways for We'll just say for business reasons, because it got kind of messy at the end. And Keith O'Sullivan had stepped in. And he did a great job, to his credit, as the voice of... We can't call him Solid Snake. He was Snake, but he was known as Big Boss. Because by the time Metal Gear 5 came around... The chronological timeline jumped back through time before Foxhound was was even invented. Foxhound was invented right after Metal Gear 3 at the ending of it to, I would say, I'll go with Peace Walker was the true start of it. Which is true start of the birth of the Foxhound unit. With Paramedic. You know. Major Zero. A.K.A. Cypher. You know. Uh, Siggins. Which became later as. The DARPA chief. Which we didn't know that back then. Until much later on. As we got deeper into the series. But what I loved about Metal Gear itself. The first game. Was the fact that. The visuals were hot. It was sort of 3D-ish in a 2D world still for being its time. The three-hit combo was hilarious to me. That as soon as he would kick you, he would automatically flip you over and you would just be having stars spinning. And you had to be very careful with your movements. Your moveset was very limited. You could only choke, hold, or snap the, the, the enemy's neck. But you had to do it quietly. Because if you were spotted, that was it. You had to run or hide into a vent if you could find one. Which was those vents were very 
few in between at that time. There was no box tricks or whatever the case was. And the blue-shaped cone visions. If you could stay out of those blue-shaped cone visions, you had it made. And you could be maybe about two steps, maybe three steps in front of the enemy and be like standing there and they will not see you. Because as long as you was outside that shape, blue shape cone vision, they couldn't see you. But they can hear you if you knock something or if they just happen to walk right after you and saw footprints, they started tracking you. And, you know, the story that Kojima came up with and his team, because it wasn't all Kojima, to his credit. And Kojima, back in the day when he started, he wanted to make movies. He wanted to be a movie maker. He got into game design as his first job as he was starting out his career. For those of you that know that, he always wanted to be in movies. That's how he always envisioned himself. And that's why Metal Gear was always was the way it was. His vision was to bridge a gap between movie making and game playing. That was always his thing. That's why the cutscenes were so cinematic and long and story lengthy telling, which I didn't mind and so did a few others didn't mind either. But that was always his big thing. So when Kojima and his team started Metal Gear 1 back in the NES days when that originated from and then got transferred over to the PlayStation. But let's not forget before the PlayStation, it was the 3DO, the Panasonic 3DO. For those that remember the Panasonic 3DO, you is just as old as I am, jokingly enough, which couldn't hold up the technical aspect of the demand of Metal Gear that was being developed. So they pushed it to the PlayStation and that's where Metal Gear Solid Espionage Tactical was born. Back in 1998 where PlayStation had just started getting traction after 95 because I think it was 95 where PlayStation 1 did come out to debut. After Sony got burnt by Nintendo at first because they was making a side deal with Nintendo to have a CD-ROM base attachment for the Super NES and that went south and then they tried to make a deal with Sega and Sega decided to renege on that deal too but we know that story so PlayStation decided to do its own thing and Look where we're at now. They're off, still running, still to the races. Sega Genesis is no longer in the hardware business. They're just now a gaming developer making games for everybody else. But going to the Metal Gear franchise, where it started, that propelled PlayStation into its fame today, along with other games like Crash Bandicoot, Tomb Raider, the very first Tomb Raider that became the 3D Polygon. And Sci-Fi Filter did do its thing. I'm not going to leave that out. Along with Silent Hill, Parasite Eve, and let's not forget Final Fantasy. So all those great games in that timeline of a portfolio was what helped brought PlayStation to the beginning, the dominating, and still dominating to this day. But when you think of Metal Gear and you say Metal Gear, it's Konami Metal Gear, David Hayter Metal Gear. You don't think of nothing else. So if you're going to do a remake or a reboot, let's just say a soft reboot, not a 
full-blown remake. Please, 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 please stick to the original source material, the core aspect as much as possible. For us Metal Gear purists and for the new generation coming up that will enjoy this franchise. Because there's a lot of new Metal Gear fans that's coming up that's either played Metal Gear 1 because us old gamers or rather older generation that have it and we have kids that passed it down to our kids have played it lucky them if you're a part of that group but there's a lot of gamers out there that don't even have the chance to experience the original Metal Gear 1 unless you have PlayStation 1 on a PC or if you got the PS1 a little classic NES where Metal Gear 1 was part of that $90 package deal. So we are hoping, 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 hoping that they do revive the franchise with Konami jumping back into the video game development as a console outside of Palenko chipping and Yu-Gi-Oh card making, which I love to this day myself, where they bring back Metal Gear 1 with all the enhanced visuals because we did see a fan-made demo that looked pretty damn good with the Unreal Engine that they were using. But then they got canceled because, you know, Konami wasn't ready for it. Just to put it like that. It was looking pretty good. And we want a remake or a reboot. To use as an example, take Capcom's example where they brought back the original classic of Resident Evil 1 and they had converted it to the GameCube back then when the GameCube had just started for the Nintendo and called it Resident Evil 0 for the GameCube unless I'm mistaken or they just called it Resident Evil for the GameCube and then later on, it got transferred over to the PlayStation and just called it Resident Evil, where it had it had the classic elements, the story was there, everything was all there, the puzzles and all whatnot. It's just they enhanced the graphics, they expanded the level, they added new things, they showed that you could do a remake right and still be true to the story. Part of the reason why I'm bringing this up because we have seen some remakes lately, which I call this the era of remake video game making of Resident Evil 2 and 3, um, the remake of, I believe it was Mafia and Mafia looks pretty good. And all they did was enhance the visuals update the mechanics a little bit but they kept the story to its credit so konami if you're listening and me i'm just a small time creator or at least i think so humbly you know i'm nobody big please as a fan stick to the core bring back as much people from the original as much as you can like all the actors if you can as much as you can bring back david hater for for that because without David Hayter being the voice of Solid Snake it won't be right because if not then continue the saga of Metal Gear with 
Keith Sutherland as the voice of Big Boss. Because when Metal Gear 5 came out, he was Big Boss. He was the he was the first snake. He wasn't David Hayter, even though Big Boss was technically still David Hayter back in the PS2 days for Metal Gear 3. That was during the Cold War era back then to start a Foxhound, like I mentioned. Where Foxhound was first being started with Sigans, Paramedic, and all that. And then with Metal Gear 5, it was sort of like an expanded continuation of that. We had Lost Mother Base. We was betrayed by supposedly, I would say, by Huey when the inspection came in for the UN during the game time. And um, the boss was out doing his mission, trying to get uh, Chico and Pies. And we lost our first mother base and a lot of men, too. Even though MSF had first started back in the PSP days, before the Vita, it was the PSP, when we had the UMD disc, is where we got our first chance to see the birth of Mother Base. Because we didn't start playing that game until they transferred it over to the PS2 in the same time. If not that, I'm sort of getting confused with the PS3. Because it wasn't until the the Metal Gear Legacy Collection where we got to play the uh, Peace Walker game from the PSP original. Where it's cartoony comics storytelling, which I thought was cool too. And that was a continuation, like I mentioned, of the whole The Birth of Foxhound. Which was, which was the start of MSS and we grew our mother base. And then they continued it again, like I mentioned, in Metal Gear 5, The Phantom Pain, where they expanded on it. And you have the choice whether you want to have your deterrence or, or play it peacefully. For those that played it peacefully, I give you credit. But like I mentioned, if you're going to do Metal Gear 1, bring back as much of the cast as you can. If not, keep the core elements as much as you can. Add on some, make some expansions. Like, I would love to see Sniper Wolf storytelling a little bit more expanded. As well as Raven's secondary fight past the tank battle. Because once you get past the tank battle after four or five grenades, the tank battle's over. And then, if you don't have your Nikita missile or well-placed C4s as he's running around... With this Vulcan gun torrent on his back, give him credit. As he would say, blood through blood from the West flows through your veins. Actually the West was us. The correct phrase was blood from the east flows through your veins. And it was just turret versus the Nikita missiles. Man, was that fun. So expand that. You know. Or at least give us a chance to play as Gray Fox. The legendary Gray Fox. Which, in hindsight, the boss that's in Metal Gear 5, the special only man stuff capable person, was a double ganger. We really wasn't the boss. We was Frankie Yeager. 
in a sense. We was the medic that was in the chopper that went down with us. He shielded the boss from... On one hand, you could say it was the bomb blast that came from Paz because they, they booby-trapped her. On the other, you could say it was the other helicopter, Huey, that launched a rocket right at us. We was the doppelganger. And if you read the canonical timelines from Dr. Clark, where Frankie Yeager had became to be, you would realize that the boss... Or the double ganger boss and Frankie Hager have the same whited out eye in the same direction. Of course, when he's the cyborg ninja, you can't see the metal coming out of his head because they fixed that. But it's the same person. I think we become Gray Fox. And I tried convincing my friend that story and it took some time then convincing, but he finally understood it. So we become Gray Fox. We become the soldier elite. While the real big boss slash snake Jack is off building off his, his army while we're doing our own separate from him. But under the name of the boss. So expand that. Keep the core. We want to we wanna see the franchise back. We want to see Metal Gear back to its how it was or used to be, or at least do a callback, but do it right. At least bring back David Hayter. He's our snake. And bring back, I forgot his name, the guy that, that played as Liquid. He did a brilliant job. A brilliant job, 100%, full on through. Those guys are them. And they even did a good job with the small remake with the, with the GameCube edition. Of course, they added some storylines that didn't really make any sense to it. But, you know, it was more theatrical. And, you know, that's Kojima's thing. He likes to do with it more theatrical. At least that time they had faces where you could see. Versus the PlayStation, you can only see their faces through the codec. Outside of that, they were, they was kind of blurred out. <laughs> but, yeah. We want a remake. We would like to have Blue Point do it because they have done touched up HD editions and expanded on a couple of things just by having Blue Point do the legacy. Where if you bought the legacy edition on PlayStation, it came with Metal Gear 1, the digital code, not the physical issue. It came with the physical for those that had the PlayStation 3 original. It came with the digital code. And then it came with the Metal Gear 2, Sons of Liberty. And for those of you that were hell on Metal Gear, there was Metal, Metal Gear 2 called Substance. Along with Metal Gear 3 Substance or Subsistence. And then there was two types of Metal Gear for Guns of Patriots. The original, the original, original game didn't have no trophies. This was before the whole trophy era. Imagine playing games now where there was no trophies at that time. We played games while there was no trophies, achievements, nothing like that. Now, you can't, you, we can't even think about playing a game without hearing bling or seeing something pop off as 
you achieve this. So in, in Guns of Patriots in the original game, there was no trophy additions. That guy added on later once trophies became a thing. And then it was Metal Gear 5. And Metal Gear 5 was not as beautifully done as Metal Gear 4. And Metal Gear 4 was was supposed, was supposed to be a beautiful send-off for the whole Konami team, to be honest. From the storytelling to the way it bridged everything together with Snake's story of how his advanced aging was coming to be. They had Naomi still be there as the doctor, even though she was like a double agent herself. And then Otacon was there too. And Roy Campbell was there. Of course, he was mostly there as a figurehead for derogatory reasons, but he wasn't there like full full time, only to smooth things over with Meryl. Of course, back then Meryl was a lovesick puppy for Snake himself, which, you know, supposedly she had psychotherapy to get over her interest in men, but that didn't last long as the game progressed. So yeah, we would love to see a remake done right. At least bridge the gap between for the old fans and new fans. So that we, the newer fans, the up and coming fans, can understand why we hold Metal Gear so tightly and so loved by all of us. And Metal Gear Survive, get rid of it. That wasn't Metal Gear. That was just... A thing to slap the name on. That's just my opinion. I'm entitled to it. Played it. Once I had to pay 10 bucks to have a save point in real world money, I was done. And just by you crouching, you lost stamina. Just by crouching. Metal Gear Survive was a Metal Gear for me. I'm not even going to touch on that. You know... Metal Gear 1 was also where we got introduced to Revolver Ocelot. Before Metal Gear 3, we got introduced to, Metal, to Revolver Ocelot. And Patrick, I think that's his first name. I gotta check later on. Did a great job with that character. We just we just would love to see something that's a nice callback of new, old, and young. So everybody could be happy. As fans can be happy. And if it's done right, Konami, you guys will make a ton of money. It would also make you guys feel great that it will to be good back in the gaming console creation again. Because you guys did step away for a while to to do Palenko. And yeah, I made a ton of money off of Palenko. Because you guys did bring back Metal Year, but in Palenko form. The same way that Capcom has done that with Resident Evil. So... I think right now you guys, Konami is talking about Metal Gear 3, which is more a a prequel starter to the whole canonical timeline because Metal Gear 3 was the Cold War era at that time and Peace Walker was a continuation from there. And then after Metal Gear 3 and Peace Walker comes the true timeline of Solid Snake. 
but not for nothing when i first played metal gear 5 and i saw the trailer and i saw young liquid i was hoping to see young snake or at least where you see the missions of zanzibar where he fights frankie yeager so-called gray fox and the boss himself where he's actually in prison with his father for a short brief period of time but we didn't get that we got a bridge version of that but they didn't really go into it so hopefully if they want to continue the story in metal gear 6 there's still a lot to be told there you can bridge the gap on how snake met his father how they had the big battle with Bray Fox and how Snake joined Foxhound and later on he left because he was just tired and done with it. There's still a lot there to be done, still a lot to be desired if done right. I'm just saying as a fan, I have faith in Konami because if Capcom can do it, you guys can do it. You know what I'm saying? Just It's okay to listen to the fans and it's okay to look back at what makes it so great. Just don't do another cash grab just because the PS5 is out, the Xbox is out, and y'all want to make that money, which is great. But if you want to make a good attach rate for the console base and the user, make a great remake, make a good storytelling, or at least bring back the original if you don't want to do a full-on remake and just do textual updates. That would help a lot. So with that being said, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed my personal take on Metal Gear and my thoughts. I'll probably do like another two more episodes on Metal Gear, then move on to another franchise of mine. But for the meantime, this is Neil Vampiro signing off saying stay cool, stay extreme, keep your ears out open. For the moment, guys, I'm out of here. Have a good one.